Magnificent December 26th in the year of our Lord, 2018. Welcome to Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. Happy Boxing Day. Get those fucking checkbooks out, credit card, cash, Bitcoin. Go on down to your local uh, town square. Go down to the local shopping district and go blow a bunch of money on a bunch of horse shit you don't need. Uh, I remember when I used to work in uh, retail back in the day when I was a child, child laborer. I was like 14 years old working in, uh, you know, some fucking clothing store. I remember all we did for fucking Boxing Day was um, <laughs> we took the clearance rack that was at the back of the store year round, mind you. The clearance rack from the back of the store that's been there year round. We took that clearance rack and wheeled it to the front of the store. And people went apeshit. Oh my God, clearance items. We'll buy them. They're fucking, uh, you know, they're out of steel. They're out of bargain. It's like, well, they're also fucking picked over garbage that nobody else wanted. That's why they're there on the clearance rack, you idiot. So anyway, happy Boxing Day. Go out and get yourself a deal. You know, go fight the lineup. Go stampede over your next man. Go kill a grandmother in a fucking passionate dive for the retail counter. I was here first. I was here first. Whatever the fuck. Do what you got to do. Get that fucking savings. 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 Yeah, I don't know. I wish I could have the joy to be that type of person. It's not like I'm, I don't know. I'm just never that person. <laughs> do you want to go to Boxing Day specials? No. <laughs> do you want to do anything remotely what society does? No. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to be a part of it at all. I hate society. <clears throat> Maybe I'm just scared. Scared to be myself. Anyways, if you're new to my podcast, I'm Jonathan Ramcharan, actor extraordinaire. You know, um, I've been acting for... Uh, since I was 14, I'm 32 right now, so let me see, 16, uh, 18 years. I've been an actor for 18 years, yeah. Um, it's something that I truly enjoy. It's something that I feel like is um, unfinished business in my life. But for the moment, I'm pretty... at ease with it, you know? I don't want to say that, yeah, I don't want to put it in any negative context. I'm at ease with it right now. I'm not particularly chomping at the bit to do it, but I have my plans of trying to produce my own works, perhaps writing some things, perhaps getting my own things started. Those plans are in the works. Um, I'm very proud to say you know, um, you know, um, if you're new to my podcast, you know that um, I've been striving very hard over this last year um, <clears throat> to do stuff with my career. And um, I don't say that lightly, you know, the plans are in the works. 
So I'm proud of that, but at the same time, I'm pretty at ease about it. It doesn't haunt me like it used to. I mean, um, I went to theater school, got a diploma in theater arts. I've been, you know, bumbling around trying to be an actor for many years now, 18 years now. And at the moment, I'm just at ease with it. It is what it is, and um, I'm just going to ride it out. Stand-up comedy-wise, yes, I'm very much uh, passionate, so passionate about uh, stand-up comedy. Um, I've been performing around Toronto, Canada uh, for, you know, a while now. Um, I've been a stand-up comedian in general for 10 years now. Um, And uh, a lot of um, good things coming my way there as well. Um, You know, I'm in the process right now of trying to get some shows booked. Um... I connected the dots. A lot of hard work went in for me to say that. It's not just something I say. So I'm proud of that. And I'm just going to see what happens there as well. Trying to keep it positive. I don't want to cry you a river. Uh, Especially not on Boxing Day. You have all this shopping to do. So, um, you know, I'm just going to let it be like that. I'm a temporary laborer. (gasps) Yeah. You know, I um, I do like random fucking, you know, anything that makes the sound of money. Ka-ching! I'll do it, you know. I'll, I'll buff a hallway, mop a floor, sweep a driveway, you know, wash dishes, you know, take out garbage, dig a hole. You know, anything that makes the sound of money, you know what I mean? Don't give a blood clot fuck, right? Gotta pay them bills, gotta get up and go, right? And what I like about temporary labor is it keeps me free, to be who I am. I don't have to worry about blah, 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 responsibility of something I don't care about because it takes a lot of responsibility to be a comedian, to be a podcaster, to be an actor. Um, To have those things in the forefront of your mind takes a lot of work and concentration. So I don't got time for like the petty squabbles of a nine to five. Suck my dick, right? Don't give a fuck. And, uh, oh yeah, and I'm an alcoholic. Well, no, I'm, I am an alcoholic, A-N, an alcoholic, because I think um, <clears throat> when it comes to an versus a, like, you use the word an before a consonant, right? No, no, before a vowel, right? So, like, I am an drunk. I'm not a, well, I am an alcoholic. I am a drunk, but I'm not a alcoholic or an drunk. You know what I'm saying? An is before the vowel. A is before the... No, wait. A is before the consonant. An is before the vowel. Right? So I am an alcoholic. And I'm also a grandma teacher. Grandma teacher? (laughs) I'm a grandma teacher. I teach you how to be a grandma. Okay, first thing, class... Play with your pussy. If you don't play with your pussy every day, you're never going to learn how to uh, keep it healthy. Gotta keep your pussy healthy. After 55 years of having a pussy, I learned that I gotta play with it every day or it gets out of whack. Alright, alright class, grab your pussy. This is grandma class. I don't know what I'm talking about. Basically, um, I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm a disturbed alcoholic, but you know what? I am also, I am also an drunk, a drunk. Yeah, I'm a drunk. 
and alcoholic, and I'm two years and one month sober, all right? And I suggest anybody who needs that, get up there and get it. Go out there and make a change for the better, you know? The New Year's coming, why not? As a matter of fact, it's Boxing Day. Why don't you start on Boxing Day? Save yourself a little money. Don't go out and fucking stock up on booze because it's, you know, that time of year or whatever to get drunk. Save some money and get, get on the wagon early. Get a, get, get a fucking head start at sobriety in the new year if that's, if that's what you want to do. I encourage you. Stick by me. Tune into Jonathan Ramchand on the podcast every week for the next year. And I'm telling you, you'll have a little buddy of yours who's um, fighting the same battle as you. And it's not even a battle. That's what they always try to tell you in recovery. It's going to be the hardest thing you ever do. And it's going to be work. And you know what? It's work and work. No, it's not. It's the best thing that ever happened to me, sobriety. My life sucked. You know? I had no support from anybody. And I had to find it within. And when I got sober, I was able to focus on the things that were important to me. It's the best thing that could ever happen to you. All right? So there you have it. Actor. Comedian. Temporary laborer. And alcoholic. (laughs) Those are the fucking four things that define me when I speak about on my podcast. So welcome. Welcome, my liege. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. There is no such thing as easy money. No such thing. Easy money. That's what I've come to learn over the last year. Because um, also what's kind of interesting about the podcast, um, I've recently celebrated a birthday. Um, The podcast is like uh, one year and three episodes old right now. And, um, you know, I'm reflecting as I'm reflecting on a year of podcasting about to go into the new year of 2019. I'm reflecting and it's like, you know what? I've come to realize there's no such thing as easy money. Oh, my God. What's this blood clot thing going on out here? There's always somebody babbling. I live in downtown Toronto. I don't know if you guys heard that. There's some random fucking degenerate outside babbling. Like, just grow the fuck up. Nobody wants to hear your nonsense. Okay. They finally subsided. <laughs> so anyway, <clears throat> like um, over the last year of podcasting, I've been looking, and one of the biggest themes was, you know, I was always trying to, to get ahead, um, like find an easy, quote-unquote, what I found, easy money. Like, give me a job where I can report to, that's not too strenuous on my mind. And I could just show up, do my work, go home, collect my paycheck, and put that money towards my performing. That was a current theme. Well, it is a current theme, and it was a past theme, and it's the theme. <laughs> it's one of the themes of Jonathan Ramtree on the podcast. It's like, yeah, I'm trying to produce my own shit, get my own shit going. Getting very close to it. But what I've realized is um, there's no such thing as easy money. For now, you know, easy money could be defined by me as money you earn through the love of your work. If you love the work you do, then you're, then you're making easy money, right? And I hope that there can be easy money for me in the future, but at the moment, there's no such thing as that. Because anything I do that's not performing is hard so hard, hard, 
Hard pill to swallow, hard money to earn. You know, you're, you're trapping me in a warehouse moving boxes for eight hours. Sure, it's not too hard. Sure, it's not mentally, physically straining. But it's like, that's my time. That's my livelihood. Like, I'm held hostage here for eight hours a day. That's hard money, man. That's not easy money to earn. You earn every cent of that money. Whenever you're doing something that you don't want to do, no matter how simple the task, like, for example, I'm working Boxing Day. <laughs> Coincidentally enough, I'm going to be working at, at a fucking shoe store today. I'm recording this before I go to my shift. And it's not easy money. I'm going to be at a shoe store. And they're, they're oh, 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 it's Boxing Day. Huh? And they're running around with their fucking heads cut off. Like, you know, customers come in. I need this in size 9. I need this in size 8. Get me this in size 5. Oh, oh, yes, sir. Coming right up. Yes, miss. Coming right up. Oh, oh. And they, they run around like little gophers and hens, you know, with their fucking chickens with their heads cut off, running around all fucking, you know, <clears throat> all fucking, um, I don't know, f- flustered and, uh, you know, fucking shook. And for what? To sell a fucking shoe? Are, are we talking about shoes here? I spoke about this on the last podcast, too. Um, all these fucking, like, you know, little tweenagers, right? Like, 18-year-olds, 19-year-olds. And, um, and above that, too, just people um, of all different ages that are working there. These, these fucking disgruntled shoe clerks. And it's like they, don't, like, they don't know that they have the power within to just be like, excuse me, customer? Yeah, you're gonna have to calm down. You're just gonna you're gonna have to calm down one second while I go find this motherfucking shoe. All right. And if you can't do that, then you can't have the shoe. Like you obviously want the shoe, right? So I'm the one in control here. Calm down. Stop being such a fucking pussy. And then let me go find this fucking shoe. Right? But no. <laughs> the shoe. The shoe. <laughs> They're running around like fucking gophers and hens. You know. Scuttering and scampering around just to turn a lousy buck, you know? They create their own hell. There's no such thing as easy money. Because on my end, I'm supposed to be there as just like the backup. I help them with little odds and ends, and it's easy. I mean, you know, I'm dressed in my normal civilian clothing. I'm not outside in the cold elements, right? I'm a construction worker, temporary laborer, that type of thing. That's kind of what I've been doing. So I've been like a construction laborer. So I'm used to working outside in the winter. I'm used to like just having to bust my fucking hump to turn a lousy buck, right? <laughs> and, you know, this is a layup. I'm, I'm fucking counting shoes, moving shoes, tagging shoes, de-stuffing shoes. I don't know if you know this. I don't know if you ever sold a shoe in your life or even bought one. But um, the thing about de-stuffing is um, when a shoe comes in a shoe box... There is stuff in the shoebox. That sounds like a George Carlin bit. But there's stuff in the box. There's like all this like fucking um, paper jammed into the shoe to keep it like nicely packaged, right? So as a de-stuffer, I have to pull the stuffing out of these fucking shoeboxes, right? So, you know, it's like it's a fucking, a fucking menial day's work, right, for me as a temporary laborer. Just de-stuffing shoes. But it's not easy. I don't want to be there. I'm not a shoe de-stuffer. I'm a fucking artist. You know what I mean? I want to, I'm trying to take my art to a level in which I'm paid for it. And to a level in which I can see it grow because it's something I've been doing for a long time and it's important to me. Right? So it's like, 
I'm trying to see this thing grow. I'm trying to see this thing to fruition. So there's no such thing as easy money for me. Even if I am de-stuffing a fucking shoe. <laughs> even if I'm just pulling, if, even if I'm tying some fucking laces today, it's not a fucking easy money for me. I don't want to be there. It's a waste of my fucking time, right? It's an absolute waste of my fucking time. I don't care how easy it is. But hey, you know, that's what I've been learning over this last year. So, it's like an epiphany, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's something worth accounting for, you know? You know, a lot of people, myself included, I think that, oh, if I could just get that job that is accommodating, the perfect hours, the perfect amount of work for the pay, this, that, and the other. But if you don't absolutely love what you're doing, then there's no such thing as easy money because it's a fight uphill all the way because it all starts with the premise of you don't want to be there to begin with. You don't want to be there. So how can you possibly make easy money? (laughs) If you're trapped at a place that you don't want to be, then how can you possibly make easy money? You're being tortured. (laughs) And, um, but then again, you know, there's all sorts of realities that come into play too. Well, you know, responsibility. What if you have, um, dependents that, that, that depend on you? What about your own, um, needs? You need to feed yourself, clothe yourself, pay rent, pay your mortgage, whatever. So there's also the necessity of it, right? There's a lot of things to account for. But, um, for me at the moment... Myself, my life situation, there's no such thing as easy money, and that's what I'm trying to, uh, trying to get towards. Because, you know, acting, stand-up comedy, those are both very challenging careers. They're both very worthwhile because, you know, if you enjoy watching a film, if you enjoy watching a stand-up comedian, if you enjoy high-level entertainment, then those are things that you appreciate in a performer if they can do that, right? So it's a very worthwhile career, but, um, and even once you get it, you got to work very hard. I mean, it's, trust me, you know, it's too many, too hungry. Too many, too hungry. It's a lot of talent out there, a lot of talent. And um, so it's a tough industry to get into, but once I, once I get myself in there, once I get my little foot in the door, the, 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 the door that I've been trying to open for the last 18 fucking years. You know, you know that door? Uh, once I get into that door, it would be easy money. <laughs> and you know what? Maybe you can get, I mean, what I mean, maybe, of course. You can have easy money in your life as well. You know? Whatever it is you want to do, fuck it. Do it. Do it. Sure, it might not be... Um, it might not be as simple as snapping your f- fingers and here you go, blah, 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 you have your, your dream job. But um, like me, like me, like, look, look, look what I did the last year of this podcast. I've been putting in little day by day, week by week. I've been clawing and climbing and climbing and clawing and, um, you know, inching my way along, you know. And uh, the work speaks for itself and I'm close I'm getting closer by the day to my goal. And um, that's why I'm, I'm not trying to erupt. 
<laughs> I'm not trying to erupt because, you know, I could get real negative. I can go real tailspin on this, right? I could fucking let loose all the expletives, all the debauchery, all the pain, the fucking pain of a thousand lonely nights, you know, laying awake, staring at the ceiling, crying over my jokes, crying over my acting career, the, 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 tormail, the turmoil, the aggravation, the pain, the loneliness, the suffering, you know, I could dwell on that. The, tur- the turmoil, as I said. The turmoil. The turmoil. You know? But I'm not going to regale you with those horrors. Those horrors. I'm not going to do that. No. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to simply say that there's no such thing as easy money. It's an epiphany. It's a light bulb moment in my head. And I'm going to go forward and, um, you know, double my efforts, which have already been amazing. Pat yourself on the back right now. You've been busting your fucking hump and, uh, you know, deserve a pat on the back. Give it right now. And now it's time to bust your hump even further. 2019's around the corner, right? So um, it's not even around the corner. It's basically here. Well, I guess around the corner here, same thing. (laughs) I'm not going to, you know, go tit for tat with you on that one, you know? That's the curse of being a comedian. Sometimes you'll say something and it's not exactly the way it is and then you'll backtrack and blah, blah, blah and like overthink it <laughs> when the average person just says shit all, all the time and they don't even think twice about what comes out of their goddamn mouths. <laughs> Easy money. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, 2019, I offer myself to you in the morning hours of December 26th, Boxing Day 2018. I cry out to you, 2019. I offer myself at your service. Take me, mold me, have your way with me, do as you please. I am yours, 2019, I am yours. May all my performing, may all my jokes, may all my... Mantras and self-affirmation be of service to you in 2019. 2019, I love you. (laughs) Oh, yeah. So anyway, you know, wish me luck. I'm on my way to work here in a little bit. Go to stuff some shoes with a bunch of morons. But, um, you know, feeling up to the task. And uh, I just wanted to share that about easy money, you know. Christmas was okay, too, you know, to backtrack a little. Christmas was yesterday. Um, I had a good time. Um, like, I, like I mentioned before in the podcast, I'm really to myself this time of year. You know what I mean? Like, I don't have um, a huge... I don't have any family. Um, my friends are, you know, a few. A few good friends here and there. And I have my uh, sober recovery family, meetings, different people I can go and visit with, you know, during this time of year. But I'm mainly to myself, which is great because it gives me time to reflect on easy money. It gives me time to reflect on my life and what I want going forward. And um, I got some very beautiful Christmas cards this year. Um, Really interesting. I'm going to take a picture of one and put it on the, uh, this one, it looks like a fucking owl. Let me see, it's right here. This, this very nice lady, uh, my friend in recovery, she gave me this card, and um, it's a, it's a, uh, what does it say here? It's a, uh, 
It's a vigilant owl. That's the name of the of the of the artwork. Vigilant owl. So <laughs> I'll post a picture of that. It's really cool. Um, I forgot how nice greeting cards are. You know, I opened up a couple of greeting cards. I got a couple. Of from other friends of mine in recovery. I got a greeting card from one of my neighbors, really sweet of him, slipped it under my door <laughs> Christmas day. And uh, yeah, a friend of mine uh, also baked me a bunch of cookies. That was very tasty. I was gonna take a picture of them too and put them on the podcast, but you know, I'm an animal. I like, I ate the whole fucking box of fucking, or I, like, that's the thing about me and like, a lot of um, alcoholics, once they get sober, or or even addicts, you know, any type of addict really, they they could develop a sweet tooth. They can go on on like sweet binges, right? And you're just eating a bunch of sugar and shit, get a little sugar rush. So you know that's that's the treat for the alcoholic, right? And um, you know, fuck, watch out. Like I opened up a fuck, I opened up this tin of cookies that my friend baked for me, and I just fucking ate them all in one day. I ate like fucking twenty cookies. They were kind of small, but like they were still good and tasty and sugary. And I was gonna take a picture and put them on the podcast, but um, you know, I'm a glutton, goddamn pig. And I ate all these fucking cookies, and um, so that's one of my goals going into like 2019. Is um, I have a couple goals. Like um, I'll start off with this. Yeah, the diet. You know, I have a healthy diet. I'm a pescatarian. I eat. I eat mainly eggs for protein, different types of nuts. I'll have dairy products. Um, I'll have fish from time to time, but I'm a pescatarian. That's the vaguest way I can put it. Like I'll, I eat fish, I eat eggs, but I don't, I don't eat any meat. Like I won't eat any flesh of a chicken, a pig, you know, a cow, a duck, whatever, right? I don't eat that shit, just fish. <clears throat> But what I'm trying to say is, like, going forward, I want to stop, like, I want to cut right the fuck back on all the sugars and all the fucking grains and granolas. Like, I've been going fucking apes. I I put on, like, I could tell I've been putting on a little bit of weight, which is not cool. (laughs) Like, I mean, I'm still in good shape and good weight. Like, I work out and I weigh, like, um, generally I weigh, like, 160 pounds and I work out. I I work out. What a fucking hack joke. Oh, my God. I work out. You know, you you remember that? LMFAO? that, That group? I work out. I was walking down the fucking uh, mall. I was at the mall <laughs> doing a shift as a de-stuffer at a shoe store recently, right? I was working at the mall, and this older lady, she must have been in her mid-40s. She was trying to be like one of those sales clerks that like try to sell you shit at little kiosks, you know? They try to, hi there, sir, can I talk to you for a moment? And they try to sell you a keychain or whatever. She's at a kiosk, right? And she goes... I work out. I'm like, oh my God, what a lame fucking reference. That that song was like 10 years ago. I work out. Anyway, <clears throat> I work out and I, I got to stop eating fucking like granola bars and shit. I ate, I ate like, if I buy a box of granola bars, I'm just going to fucking eat it. I eat a whole fucking box of granola bars. If I buy a box of cookies, I eat a whole box of cookies. I can't have it in my house. I can't have this thing. Looking at me, this fucking box of cookies. I can't take it. And uh, but the thing is, I had the discipline not to, if it's not there. Like if it's not there, it's out of sight, out of mind. But as soon as it's there, the temptation is just too strong. 
Too strong. Do you hear this fucking sound? Uh, I don't know. Somebody's like driving a tractor garbage removal thing outside my window. Anyways. But yeah, like, like I said, I cannot have like any boxes of cookies, any candies, anything like that, or I'll just eat the whole fucking thing in one shot. So that's my goal going forward into the new year, now that I've fucking um, rambled and bored you to death with my fucking... What I'm trying to say is I eat too much cookies and shit. So I gotta stop it. I gotta stop it. It's been going crazy lately. Oh, that's another thing about easy money, too. If, um, even if, um, the reason why I've been eating a lot lately, it's because I've been stressed. When you're doing shit you don't want to do, it, it catches up with you one way or the other. And, you know, I've been working all these stupid jobs because I'm thinking it's helping me get ahead. I'm thinking this is what I have to do. This is my cross to bear. I'm, I'm working all the, you know, I'm doing all this shit that I figure I have to do or whatever. When the truth is, maybe I don't have to. Maybe I can, I don't know, find some alternative. Maybe I can keep an open mind and find a different alternative. But when you're doing things that you don't want to do, you become stressed. Stressed. And that's what's been happening with me lately. I've noticed I've just been stressed, fussing and worrying about all these petty little jobs, trying to get myself, um, get myself um, connected a little bit more with the income to put into my shows to produce. I've been getting stressed, so that's what, that's what happens. I'm eating boxes of cookies, I'm eating fucking candy bars left, right, and center. And I'm like, yo, I gotta take it down a peg in this coming year, right? Because it's like, yo, I can't be getting, <clears throat> can't be stuffing myself silly with all this shit, you know? So, yeah. Also, I wanna work on my defensiveness in the new year. Like I mentioned a couple episodes ago, I'm a very defensive person. Like, if you say something to me that's sort of, um, like, you know, it's like, you know, I, you know, I take note. I take note. But what the fuck did that person just say to me? What the, what the fuck did they mean by that? Oh, yeah, right. And I'll, I'll think about it, right? I'll think about it. Oh, yeah. yeah, you got a loud mouth, don't you? Oh, yeah. Aren't you fucking cute? Aren't you special? So, you know, I'll, I'll fucking make note. I'm petty and defensive. So what I'm trying to do is work on that. So... In the coming year, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to work on that as well. So those are two things. Cutting out the sugars and uh, working on the defensiveness. So I've got my hands full. got my hands full for sure. Um, but it's inspiring because what else, man? What else can you fucking do? What else can you do but keep working at it and trying, right? That's what I'm, that's what I'm doing, you know? But you know what? <clears throat> I have to go to work right now. I gotta go make some easy money de-stuffing some fucking shoes at the fucking Toronto Eaton Center. Gotta go work as a fucking shoe clerk uh, on Boxing Day. <laughs> um, a shift that I took because, hey, I was happy to take it, make some extra money, so there's no complaints here. But like I said, there's no such thing as easy money. I don't want to be there, but it's gonna be, you know... Something productive. So I'm going to go do that. And when I get back from that horse shit, I will speak to you directly for the last time in 2018. All right? So I'll talk to you in a couple hours. Peace. I'll be right, I'll be right back. And I'm back. You hear that creaking sound? That's my chair.
and I'm back. Uh, yes, uh, where I left off, I was on my way to work on Boxing Day, December 26th, 2018. And here I am today, the morning, December 27th, 2018, in the year of our Lord. Maybe I'll start making this like a little segment, a little bit, where I do like a split shift. Split shift. Like I begin the podcast right before I go to work, and then I stop, pause it, come back after work, and uh, regale you with the horrors of my day. Um, yeah, it was a pretty interesting day at work. I was blessed to do it. Um, I took the shift, went and made... Um, Time and a half, a little extra money before the end of the year. And it was good. I'm at a place right now, though, like I've mentioned before in previous episodes, where I'm not wanting to talk about things. Just the headache of things that are just nonsensical and stupid. Which is kind of a strange place to be if you call yourself a comedian, because... That's the thing, that's the work to dig into it. But it's more like I'm filtering. I'm filtering where I want to place my attention these days because there's so much nonsense. Like, for example, very briefly, I was going to talk about Baby It's Cold Outside. That whole um, uproar about that song from the 1940s, The Christmas Carol, uh, Baby It's Cold Outside. Um, A lot of um, feminist groups, different factions women's issues, lobbyists, people, whatever. There was a hubbub in the news recently about how um, Baby It's Cold Outside, um, the lyrics um, I don't want to say, what's the word I'm looking for? The lyrics uh, promote a sense of rape culture. They promote rape culture. And if you look at the lyrics, they are pretty, you know, I'm not going to lie. There are some pretty uh, open to interpretation (laughs) uh, meanings in these lyrics. Though the point is, it's a bit above and beyond. It's a bit PC, politically correct. And I find it interesting that I began... Or let's say the world. Let's say, yeah, the world. Uh, well, I can't speak for the world. <laughs> Though I'd love to. It's my world. But um, I'm Justin Bieber. Welcome to my world. He had a fucking tour like that back in like 20, no, 2009. Welcome to my world. Anyway, um, love you, Biebs. Anyway, um, it's not my world and I can't speak for the world, but like... In 2018, the very beginning of 2018, at least in North America, there was a women's march movement. All the major cities in North America had women's marches. And I'm sure it spread uh, internationally as well, but I know for a fact that in North America, there was like a women's march movement in the beginning of 2018. I went to one. I intended one in Toronto, Canada. It was like February 1st or something like that, 2018. So the year began with a women's march, and it ended with um, complaining about a Christmas carol. And I have to admit, I haven't learned anything about women's issues (laughs) this year, having attended um, the women's march at the beginning of the year, 
and having not listened to Baby It's Cold Outside this year out of respect for the women's uh, movement. So going forward in 2019, all I can say is I would like to get some pussy <laughs> at some point, you know, as a recovering alcoholic, I've been working on myself, not really been out there in the female uh, domain, keeping myself closed-fisted, <laughs> keeping myself, like, working on myself, focused on my stuff. So it's like I don't want to engage with, you know, overstep bounds, make comments on this and that. All I can say is <laughs> you get kind of weary, world-weary, and that's what I mean when it's like sometimes you just don't want to speak on things where it's like, oh, my God, a Christmas carol? You want to gripe about it? Okay, have the Christmas carol, whatever. Just come back to me in 2019. <laughs> come back to me when you're ready to love. <laughs> Keep the fucking Christmas carol, whatever. And same thing with, like, certain things in my life where I just don't want to place attention to. Like, the plan was to go and... Um, you know, work my split shift, come back, report on it. Just because I was in a pinch on this episode, like um, I was trying to talk too far into the future, and then I'm just like, well, let me just go to work. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was just, you know, it's the end of the year. Not very much is happening. Everything's very quiet. Like, nope. I'm looking out the window right now. There's nobody outside. It's been quiet as a fucking church mouse for the last couple of days here in Toronto. And, um... You know, I just, I, I was trying to infuse something into the podcast, right? I'm like, well, let me go work a split shift and then come back. And, you know, I mean, I don't know. Sure, things happened. There was a sex worker who um, came into the store, the shoe store. She's like, uh, can I get these in a size eight? She's like, she bumbled into the back room. We're like, miss, you can't be in the back room. Get out of here. She's like, uh, can I get these in a size eight? And, like, she's this poor, afflicted sex worker, meth head, something like that. She's got all these tattoos on the back of her leg, like, these, I don't know, she's out of her, I hate to say it, she's out of her mind. And, uh, you know, she bum I see her bumbling around downtown Toronto. She's buck naked most of the time, like, snatch, just hanging right out, you know, all, all caution to the wind. And, uh... There she was again yesterday. Size 8, please. She was like shopping for shoes at this shoe store that I was a shoe clerk at on Boxing Day. And she comes in with her fucking pussy hanging out, right? And like the whole staff's like, holy fuck. There's some naked woman looking for shoes at the front of the store. And, um, you know, I was like, yeah, I could talk about that. But I'm like, well, what the fuck? It's just another daily occurrence in Toronto, Canada. Always some kind of craziness happening. Like, do I really want to fill my mind with that horse shit? And then I was talking to a co-worker, and um, he's like this workout dude, right? He, uh, I don't know, he, he's like a personal fitness trainer. He, um, he's got all these plans and goals and blah, blah, blah. Like, people that use you as a sounding board, do you ever get those people that just use you as a sounding board? Because he starts talking to me, and it quickly becomes apparent that he's not really talking to me. He's talking at me to, like, have his words ricochet off me and um, hit the ears of others around us to, like, you know, self-aggrandize um, himself in front of others by, like, speaking to me through me. 
yeah, you know, I'm just grinding, crushing, grinding, crushing, getting my personal business started, getting my personal training business started. I just bought a condo. I'm flipping condos. Um, I'm thinking about starting an apprenticeship, maybe doing this, going back to school. Yeah, I'm just grinding it, starting it out for myself, getting things going big for me in 2019, blah, 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 me, 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 blah, blah, blah. I'm just like, uh, okay. <laughs> cool. And, like, you know what? It was somewhat fresh to hear. Because, like, you know, at first it started off with him just being very positive and motivated. But then I soon became like, is this person just fucking with me? Is this guy just putting on the Ritz to try to sound cute in front of these women, right? It's all these little hens. It's <laughs> like 20-year-old chicks running around and stuff. These boneheaded women. <laughs> they were giggling and laughing and guffawing over God knows what. I couldn't understand it. One of them thought she was a comedian. I could tell. I could tell another comedian when I see one. She's, like, saying things and talking about jokes. She's like, do you ever notice that when you make a joke, sometimes it's only in your head? <laughs> I do that all the time. <laughs> and then like, I'm like, okay, oh no, a fledgling comedian, comedian, <laughs> whatever. And then like, um, then somebody made it, or like I said something to a friend, right? Like I had a coworker, right? And um, <laughs> I told him about how I told some chick she had a sideshow Bob haircut, right? Because, like, <laughs> this one kid at the job, right, at the shoe store, he has, like, a haircut, right? And the, the guy turns to me and he goes, hey, uh, see that coworker over there? He looks like he's got a sideshow Bob haircut. I'm like, yeah, I know, I noticed that. I'm like, I actually told that to a woman once. <laughs> I told this chick she had a sideshow Bob-looking haircut. And he, he threw his head back laughing, right? He's like, <laughs> I got a laugh, right? But then that comedian woman, she was like hiding in a different bunk behind us, right? She's like, what's that guy laughing at? Was that a joke? Or, like she got like all defensive because I made a joke as if like nobody else can make jokes. I'm like, oh God, here we go. Fucking, um, I see a fledgling com comedian working in a shoe store. <laughs> Get used to it. <laughs> so um, there's all this petty semantics, blah, blah, blah. Do I even want to put it into my head to talk about? It gets boring. Here's something disgusting, though. One of the women at the shoe store, she, um, oh, man. She goes, okay, I, I had to take a piss, right? I'm like, holy shit, I got to take a piss. So then I look at the bathroom, and there's like a, there's a blinking light. Like, there's a light that indicates if the door's locked. It's pretty 21st century. There's like this little push button that, like, you know, there's a blinking light that lets you know if somebody is or is in the bathroom. So I'm like looking, I'm like, huh, I guess somebody's in the bathroom. So then I go back to work and I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and I'm waiting. And then I look again, somebody's still in the bathroom. I'm like, that's odd. Is that, somebody taking a dump in there? You know, and it's like, how long does it take to take a piss, right? Even for a woman, right? Like, you know, she's, whoever's in there has been like in there for like fucking 10 minutes, right? And I'm just like, Jesus Christ, right? I'm holding my bladder, you know, I'm squeezing my bladder so I don't piss all over the fucking sales floor. Oh no, somebody pissed in the shoes. <laughs> somebody pissed all over these shoes. Uh, gee, I don't know. I don't, who who could have done it? I don't know. Uh, anyway, finally, the door opens, right? And this chick comes out of the bathroom, right? I'm like, oh, finally, right? What the hell was she doing in there? I go into the bathroom and in the toilet is a bloody piss-soaked tampon. And I'm just like, ugh. And I flush, flush the toilet. 
And um, I don't know. I guess my first impulse was just like, I guess that's nature. It wasn't so gross. Like, you know, I'm a janitor, janitor by trade, laborer, general, general laborer, cleaner, sweeper. I've seen all sorts of horror in my days in terms of garbage. I remember one time I, I, I picked up a fresh shit log, um, some mental defective, some kid with a fucking uh, brain disorder, um, you know, some cute little, um, you know, especially Ed's kid. Um, he was at the zoo, right? I used to work at a zoo back when I was like 19. So I'm at the zoo and um, like I was like the caretaker custodian worker at the zoo, right? I was in, I was in uh, my first year of theater school, by the way. Yes, I was becoming a thespian. So, you know, this is not the first time I've seen such things on the work site, right? This mental defective child, um, he goes into the bathroom, takes a shit. My first day as a janitor at the zoo, right? I'm like, oh my God, welcome to the zoo, right? <laughs> so then the, 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 the head custodial worker, this woman, she goes, um, well, I guess you better get in there and uh, <clears throat> hop to it. So then I go in there and, you know, I, I see this shit log on the floor, the kid just shit literally on the floor. I was like, wow. So I just put on some rubber gloves, wadded up, a, uh, just got a big wad of like um, paper towel, scooped up the shit and threw it in the garbage. It's no big deal. It's biodegradable material, right? It's all organic. <laughs> and I remember the fucking head custodian worker, she stares at me, she goes, you're gonna fit in real good around here. Yep. So anyways, there's this bloody piss-soaked tampon in the fucking toilet at work yesterday. And I'm like, Eesh. And I flushed it. And uh, yeah. that's what I mean. Like, do I really want to talk about these things? <laughs> I guess I do. And uh, yeah. Then I uh, just worked, 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 blah, blah, blah. Jonathan, did you just stuff the shoes? Jonathan, did you tag the shoes? Jonathan, did you move the shoes, pull the shoes, clean the shoes? Fuck, it was so many shoes. Oh, check this out too, fuck. So um, as I alluded to in previous episodes, um, uh, I once, well, you know, I once got in a fight at a, in, in, ep- in episode 40, go check out episode 40 of Jonathan Ramtran, the podcast. There's a little skit where I call myself the drunken vigilante. Call myself the drunken vigilante back in my drinking days. There was a Tim Hortons cafe by my house. I used to stumble in there drunk late at night to get a sandwich or something like that, right? So one day I went in there and uh, there was this guy harassing a, uh, a cashier. He was trying to grope at her, grab at her, right? I said, hey, buddy, stop it, man. What are you doing? You're out of your mind, right? Like, just, you can't go behind. Like, what the, what the fuck are you doing? You're drunk and you're trying to, like, grab at a fucking... Tim Hortons cashier, like, get it, give it a break, right? He goes, fuck you, buddy. And he, like, he pushed me, right? So then I grabbed him and I threw him into the cashier, cash register, right? I just, ka-ching, I tossed him into the cash register, right? I was drunk, right? But when I did that, I, bef- I wound up befriending the cashier that was getting assaulted. <laughs> but ironically, in, I, in, a, in an ironic twist, the cashier that I was defending, I wound up, becoming somewhat, I don't know, on friendly terms with her. She would smoke weed with me. Like she would, I'd go meet her before her shift and we'd smoke a joint or whatever. And I was like, I was within a stone's throw from fucking her. But like what happened was I became too 
fucked up in my drinking, so I would show up at her work drunk and shit, and it just became this weird kind of scenario where I just became more weird to her than than her savior that I had once been when I defended her honor from some other drunk guy. I literally became the drunk guy that I was defending her against. Anyways, she came into the store yesterday, right? I'm out there selling shoes, cleaning shoes, moving shoes, stocking shoes, right? And all of a, all of a sudden, I see that chick. I see her sister, right? I'm like, uh-oh. You know, where there's a shoe sale and a fucking woman and her sister, you know the rest of them are coming, right? I'm like, ugh. So I just ran to the back of the fucking store. <laughs> so then, like, yeah, all this random stupid shit happened on Boxing Day. And um, I don't know. I guess I'm talking about it. In conclusion, there's no such thing as easy money. Money is to be made as a necessity, but there's also your happiness to account for. I guess this is common sense, but we always lose sense of common sense. Common sense isn't so common. And, you know, to me, easy money is making money doing something I love. So until then, I have to realize there is no such thing as easy money. And to just grit my teeth and bear it. Get through it. Keep a positive attitude. Try to uplift the people around me. Try to make value for my employer. I have no problem working and adding value to my employer. You're paying me a wage? Let me give you a wage. Let me give you a day's work for the wage you pay me. I have no problem doing that. It's fair practice. But there's no such thing as easy money. And I'm just going to keep on my hustle bustle. Keep making it go. And uh, I'm looking very forward to the new year. Very optimistic. Thank you very much for listening in 2018. Going forward to 2019, I'm going to be a stallion. (laughs) It's your old chuckle buddy. Guess who? Jonathan James Ramtran. Reporting live for duty on this split shift. December 27th in the year of our Lord. Thank you for a blessed year. If you have any questions, queries, or qualms, hit me up, jr.thepodcast at gmail.com. Till next time, live it, love it, realize it. Happy New Year. Peace.